In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I remember the day in early December when Sunday morning, Sarah called down from the bathroom upstairs, Josh, my water just broke. I was dressed, I was ready to go do services, and the day suddenly changed. It was time. Neil was right on time. But I still wasn't quite ready. I don't remember all of that day. I don't remember getting in the car. I don't remember where I parked. But I do remember showing up to the room and having some calm time and then things moving really quickly. And before I knew it, there was his sweet little face. That was a moment in which the day we celebrate every year on that early December day, things became new. Something new had come into being, something that a year before was not in existence, something surprising and wonderful and unknown, something miraculous. That's the beauty of a gestation period. If you look at the very beginning, you don't know what's going to happen. You maybe have some imagination, some hope. If you're like me, lots of fear, lots of anxiety. Something is going to happen in that 40-week period that is going to lead you into a new life. And that 40-week period is a very important period. There's a reason that we hear 40 over and over in the Bible. It is a gestation period. It is a period in which something new comes into being that was not. And this journey of something new coming into being is rarely expected and is usually feel, filled with plenty of surprises. Noah prepared faithfully for something that seemed outlandish and unlikely, even to the derision of everyone he knew. And when it came time, it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Something new was happening. God was refreshing the creation. This was a gestation period of a new beginning that was sealed by the rainbow as a covenant that this was the new beginning that God would not do again. 
the flood would not come back. When the Jews were led out of Egypt through the Red Sea on dry ground, when they were delivered from slavery and brought out into the wilderness, for 40 years they wandered about in the desert. Something new was happening in that gestation period. God was doing something miraculous and big and unexpected. God was bringing into into being God's own people through whom he would come into the world and save all sinners like you and me. It was certainly unexpected. It was certainly surprising. It wasn't always welcome. You can remember that they grumbled. They blamed Moses. They said, why have you brought us out here into the desert? We don't have anything to eat. There's no water. We don't know where we're going. But God was creating something out of nothing. God was doing something through this gestation period in which God's people were born to create a space for Jesus to come into the world and save us. New life came from something that was not expected and was not in existence. And so this morning we have Jesus coming up out of the waters of baptism, those pregnant, fertile waters, and the heavens opening, and God declaring who Jesus is, and it says the Holy Spirit drove him out into the wilderness, where he was for 40 days and 40 nights. After this, his ministry begins. After this, the proclamation of the kingdom of God coming near begins. But there's something here that Mark is pointing right at. If you look at the phrasing of Jesus being driven out, it is the exact, what's almost exactly the same phrasing as Adam and Eve being driven out of the garden. And so what God is doing in Jesus Christ goes all the way back to the start. And this period, this gestation period, this period of something new coming into being is a period in which God will do something unbelievable through Jesus Christ that redeems the very heart of our condition. The redeeming of work, the work of God reaches way back to the beginning. In Jesus, the ultimate brokenness is healed. One of the most beautiful and poignant images of this, if you have been to, um, to Jerusalem, is in the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. If you go in where the rock is, where the cross stood, you can climb up the ladder and there's a hole and you can reach your hand down into it and touch the very rock that's, that the cross stood on. But then you have to climb down. When you climb down, you see another chapel. Another chapel underneath the rock. And this is the chapel of Adam. 
It is believed that Jesus was crucified above the very broken body of Adam, that the blood of Jesus healed the wounds of Adam, that the thing that God completed in Jesus heals the very thing that separates us from God, that the blood flowed down and brought new life out of what was death. And so, friends, as we enter into this gestation period, this 40 days and 40 nights, as we walk this Lenten journey that we gather every year to walk in preparation and observance through discipline and reading and prayer and self-examination, as we enter into this period in which God will do something but we don't know what it is, I pray that you will hear that the God who created something out of nothing, the God who delivered Noah and the Israelites and Moses through the wilderness, the God who took care of Jesus unto the beginning of his ministry of the good news, is the God that walks with us every single step of the way. God is a God of opening up and filling in. God is a God of creation and redemption. God is always opening up and creating space in which things that did not exist are coming into being. God will be bringing something new into being in the season of Lent because God is a creator of life and giver of new life. We do not know what will come, how subtle or how overt, how surprising or frustrating or reinforcing that God is always in the business of creating new life. And so I pray with you this morning to ask that new life will come. No matter your challenges, no matter what things in your life need to die, to be resurrected, no matter what has not yet come into being for you to know the love of God, there is always another chapter and God is at work. So I want to be overt in saying this. Lent is not a self-improvement plan. It is not a time to find who you are through giving up something that is a small joy. It is not something that you will accomplish. It is not something you will arrive at. Lent is a season in which God is bringing something new into being. where We're being pulled along like those Israelites in the desert saying, what in the world are we doing out here? It is a time to be opened up by something that is beyond ourselves, to understand that without the saving help of Jesus Christ, Christ, we are in fact lost. This life is full of wandering, temptation, misunderstanding, and unknowns. And the 40 days of Lent won't necessarily change that. But what is new, what is being born, is a trust that God will take care of us. When we are in the wilderness, God does what God did for the Israelites. God promises that we are not alone, and God feeds us with the bread of life. When our lives are full of temptations, Jesus, who is able to resist temptation, is steadfast for, for us and promises to wrap our deliverance up in him 
who brings the kingdom of God near to us. This is a season to lean into our dependence on God, who somehow brings life into being, who somehow creates something new out of nothing. Lent is about creating enough space to place our trust in God, who is able to do what we cannot do, who is able to be steadfast even while we are imperfect, who is able to assure us that through love we are delivered from brokenness, who is able to promise us that our salvation is not dependent on us being able to do something that we cannot do. This Jesus is God's beloved, who has come into the world to save sinners, to save us. This is the point and the hope. Everything hinges on Easter that is imminently approaching us. This is a season of preparing ourselves to hear the good news. We're preparing to receive something beyond our understanding and beyond anything we can ask or hope for. Because God is in the business of new life. We started at Ash Wednesday being reminded that we are dust. And we are preparing to receive the good news that God can bring true and new life out of any circumstance. God is a God that creates out of nothing, who delivers in periods of gestation where something that was not is amazingly, miraculously present and alive to us. If you would have told me a December, a year previous to that morning when I was on my way to lead worship and heard from upstairs that in fact we were instead heading to the hospital, if you would have told me a year before that what was going to be happening that day, I would have hoped so, but not been sure I could have believed it. God is a God that creates new life out of any circumstance, especially when it comes to our ultimate well-being. And so, as Sarah and I prepared for that moment in the hospital after 40 weeks, when Neil took his first breath, we witnessed a miracle that can only be real through the grace of a life-giving, loving God. This is a God that will work in us these 40 days and 40 nights to do something that is unexpected, that is life-giving, that is ultimately promising to us that nothing can separate us from a love that gives life. May this promise of having a life-giving, loving God open our lives to hope and joy as we journey this gestation period of 40 days and 40 nights together. Amen.